Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here. It truly is, or I wouldn't be here. Because I'm an old lady. I could be doing lots of other things. <laughs> lots of grandchildren I could enjoy. Well, not during school hours. But I believe I'm put here for a reason. I believe God has done that. And I have a husband that's supportive. And we've got Rudy volunteering in here. And I believe you are placed where you are for a reason, for such a time as this. I want to go back to yesterday's prayer. And I want you to think about what this nation is going through and the world. And oh, how we need our Heavenly Father. Oh, how we need to learn to lean on our Heavenly Father. For each and every one of us, even if you're not today, have tribulations and trials and challenges and temptations in our life. And only the Master can be your comfort, a true peace and comfort. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we do praise you for being the great I Am that you are, And again, Father, today I ask that you watch over the people of Ukraine. It looks more desperate every day. But I know, Father, that you like to show your strength when others are weak. So that we know without a doubt it was you. Place your hedge of protection around them, Father. And around their leader, Zelensky and his family, they have been targeted for murder. Protect them. He has valiantly chosen to stand and fight with his people, with your people. Confuse the enemy again. Father, as I said yesterday, I beg you to do that. And hold back the evil one. Father, You have provided us each and every day. You have equipped us. May we be eager to do your will, to share your love and your mercy and your grace with others, and to tell the good news of salvation. Father, it is for such a time as this that we lean on you Ukraine is in an uproar, and so is this nation that was once a leading nation, and now we're doing even a poor job of following. We are being led by corrupt, evil, weak people, cowardice, but eager to punish those that they live with, meaning the American people. 
And they want to punish and persecute your children, those who believe in you and in Jesus as our Savior. Father, we all have a cross to bear, but we need your encouragement. We need your courage. We need your boldness and your wisdom. May you place upon us, especially those in leadership, where they've already said they don't believe in you, Father. That breaks my heart. But we need wisdom such as Solomon had. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you. In Jesus' name, amen. One of my favorite things when I was younger, even when I was a young adult, was to watch the Looney Tunes, the Bugs Bunny show. Do you remember that when it was a variety show? When the Bugs Bunny was a variety show and they came on, this is it, the night of nights. Well, that's what we have tonight. (laughs) Not Bugs Bunny, unfortunately. (laughs) Not going to be as funny as Bugs Bunny. But this is it. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's going to be funny. (laughs) There might be. But this is it. The Night of Nights. It's going to be a really big show. So I looked up the lyrics of that song because I couldn't remember all of them. And you're probably rolling your eyes around. Beth, you're always doing this. But on with the show. The lights go down. He, it's, the, the lyrics really say I, but we're going to say he because it's going to be Biden. He takes the stage. Living line by line because we know he didn't write them. <laughs> He's just going to have to read the teleprompter. Know just what to say. But I never know what it's going to be, a comedy, a tragedy, or a mystery. (laughs) I thought Sue suited the State of the Union address tonight. I'll play the fool. I'll play the king. Tonight, I'll play them all. There will be no curtain call. On with the show. On with life. It goes on. It says, on with the dream. And I put socialism and corruption is their dream. I know I'll play it right. On with the show and on with the life. If the world is a stage, then all I've got to say, on with the show, the story's told. Yeah, there'll be lots of stories told tonight with Joe Biden. It draws you in, and I put down to a nauseated state. You're a star tonight. The show that never ends. You lost your line. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Feel the spotlight dim. It's a long, dark fall. The drama just begins. Your star, it fades. The teardrops start to fall. Oh, yeah, there are going to be a lot of those falling. This is the end. Another casting call begins. Yep, the speech tonight will be full of political rhetoric. This administration is full of lies and spies and people die. We know they spy, yes, it was Biden. He was in on that, too, with the spying against uh, Donald Trump. And so was Obama. And because of their un-American radical insurrection of our nation, Americans, America no longer leads. We aren't even good followers. America's leadership, they're weak. Misguided cowards, 
Yes, even those generals with all the brass on their pretty little army suits, military suits. I'm probably not supposed to say army suits. America is now dependent on what we thought were our enemies. But, you know, Biden and Kerry have allowed, cuddled, have, have always cuddled up to Iran. They want them to have nukes. They encourage you. Remember when old Obama sent him this cash? Biden was in on that, and Kerry was in on that. And now they still say, kill America. Russia has not been treated as an out-and-out enemy, not by Biden, not by Obama, or even George W. Bush. But we're sending the money, and China and Biden, they're really good buddies. They lie largely about the doomsday of climate change. That's a hoax. You need to know that. It's a hoax. And have ignored all the dangers that are truly in this nation, all the true dangers. His big show tonight will not mention fixing the border crisis. It will not mention the heightening of crime, and if it does, it'll blame it on COVID. And inflation, he might flirt with a little rhetoric about that, but they'll blame it on COVID-19, and they'll blame it on Donald Trump. He might lift a mask mandate. He will never. He will not lift the vaccine pushing. There's too much money involved there. The Dems, the politicians in general, very seldom, if ever, own up to their mistakes. And maybe that's because they weren't really mistakes. Think about that. They want high prices at the pump. They want you to stop driving too much. And they want to punish you for your patriotism and even your skin color. It will be a painful night. Seriously, it will be a painful night. But I will sit there through this rhetoric or this theatrical show of the State of the Union Address with all the cameras. This is it. The show will begin. And we'll be right back. Here in a small town. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have returned. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We've kind of gone over some of the failures of Biden's presidency, but I thought it was time to hit that again. And this is a newer article. It was written yesterday because today is the first day of March. And my producer told me, I said, oh, we should have looked up what what it was today. Every now and then we tell you, you know, this is a day of this, that, that. She says it's Peanut Butter Lover's Day. So go have you a PMJ or a peanut butter cookie. Go enjoy it. Or just a spoonful. I, I like to just get a spoon and dip it into the peanut butter jar and eat some peanut butter. Make sure tongue stick to your roofy mouth, but other than that, it's really, really good. So let's look at um, the seven failures of the Biden presidency, and this is uh, from the Daily Signal, and it's written by Jared Stepman, and I know I've read some of his stuff before. He's It's been a while since I was really going back and forth with uh, the Daily Signal, and and um, they still send me stuff, but I, uh, I have been really excited about the American Greatness, which is amgreatness.com, and some of the other websites that I use. Um, but he says here that with President Joe Biden set to deliver, this will be his first State of the Union address. He didn't really do that last year. He did address, I thought they said last night, Congress. And well, that's really all the State of the Union address is supposed to be. But he didn't really give a State of the Union I don't know why, but he didn't. But it's it's a good time to ask, he says, just how has Biden done as a president now? He's been there a little over a year now, you know. 
According to the American people, he says, aren't, I'm going to say things ain't going so good. CNN poll in February asked Americans what they thought of Biden's presidency and what he's done, what he's done right since entering the office. And the top answer by a wide margin, according to the poll, hardly likely to be skewed against Biden and Democrats, was nothing at all. Over half of those surveyed couldn't come up with a single success during Biden's first year in office. Now, if you would ask his administration, they will tell you all the the success they've had with closing down the oil uh, production here in the United States and saving the planet. That's what they would tell you. He says, I'm hard-pressed to think of a single thing he has done that benefits country, not the writer. This is one of the course, one of the respondents to CNN. And that's kind of a yikes, he says. Biden is now hitting a record low approval ratings for a president at this point in his term. I dare say most Americans won't bother to watch this tonight. That's me saying that. Americans are dubious about their leadership for a reason. Since more than a few national challenges and outright catastrophes may be tied directly to the failure of his presidency and his political allies. These are just seven that he says. The border crisis. And I won't go into everything that uh, Jared here says in his article. But he will not mention the border crisis tonight. Because... America sees it as a national security issue, a large, huge national security issue. Filth, and I mean filth, they come in, they use whatever land they're on to uh, relieve themselves. They will throw whatever they don't want to carry anymore down on the ground. Disease, not just COVID, which is enough, but they're bringing diseases because that's what people from different places do when they go to the other place. They will get different viruses here because that's what it is like. That's why back in the day when we were really careful about who we brought in here, they had to spend a certain length of time out on the island I like that, out on the island, before they entered the state, before they entered the United States. And they had to have some inoculations and things like that, but not crossing the border. They don't have to have anything. So we're also seeing that. We're also seeing crime, criminals coming. Yeah, there might be some people that aren't criminals because they're desperate, but the cartel... And the crime, human trafficking, it's a huge national security because bad guys are entering this country. What did they say? 120 nations are entering on this border? It isn't just Mexico. It isn't just southern, the southern states. I mean, southern countries. Southwest countries. 120. So he's not going to mention that. But according to the U.S. Customs, 
and border protection. And this is very, very interesting in his article. U.S. agents logged 153,941. Why don't they just say 154,000 migrants encountered in just January? This was double the number. Do the math here. Double the number of encounters in the previous January and quadrupled the number from the January before, which would have been when President Trump was president. Just three months into the 2022 fiscal year, the United States has already recorded nearly half a million southwest border encounters. Those are just the encounters, not the ones that got in here and didn't get caught. He goes on here, he says, Jordan Boyd wrote at the Federalists in January, so far, border apprehensions in the 2022 fiscal year are on track to exceed 2 million people, which would blow away the 2021 fiscal year's already record-breaking 1.7 million apprehensions. What's remarkable, he says, about this program is that it coincides with Biden administration's messaging during the pandemic about doing anything necessary to end COVID-19. Anything to punish you Anything to mandate you, anything to restrict you, nothing to restrict these nearly two million people that are coming into this country. Nothing. Messy Afghanistan withdrawal is his second (laughs) catastrophe. And I think we all saw what happened there. And I mentioned yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, I mentioned this. The Afghan president, (laughs) he hightailed it out of there pretty darn fast. He wasn't going to stand with his people like Zelensky is in Ukraine. He was a corrupt coward. That's why he was friends with Biden, I guess. I don't know. So the Taliban is once again in control, and all our young men that went over there lost their limbs, sacrificed lives, sacrificed years of their life here before they came back home. It's nothing. Return to energy dependence. The Afghanistan mess wasn't the only foreign policy debacle. Russia launched a major invasion in Ukraine, which we all know, we're watching it day and night and night and day, in the days before the President's State of the Union Address. You know, with that going on, he he can talk about that. And he doesn't have to talk about our inflation. He doesn't have to talk about the border crisis. He doesn't even have to talk about COVID-19. I guess they could blame Russia's anger on COVID-19. They blame everything else on it. Unbelievably, former State of the Union, I'm sorry, Secretary of State John Kerry, he's more concerned about people staying focused on the climate change 
because we only have like nine years. Maybe we're down to eight and a half. I don't know. I'm wondering if we're going to get through these two years. But the Biden administration has shifted away from their strategy with Russia. It encouraged and increased a green energy project at the expense of fossil fuels and nuclear energy. These renewable energy sources are a long way from meeting global energy needs. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. I want to talk about this just a little bit more. And There's a couple more of these things that he did wrong. I think you all know it, but it doesn't hurt to go back and review. Remind us so that we can remember never to vote for another Democrat again. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. We're talking about the seven things, (laughs) the failures of Biden's administration. And returning to energy dependence was where we were when we uh, went into that commercial break. But I'm going to go on with that. It said, these renewable energy sources are a long way from meeting global energy needs. And I'm not opposed to looking in, to researching, and to, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and inventors to figure that out. I'm not opposed to that, but we're not ready to switch. We we ain't that close to figuring it out. Biden put more more regulatory burdens on the oil and the natural gas industry, showing his production, slowing our production considerably, obviously, and perhaps more drastic, dramatically. He shut down the Keystone XL pipeline to move oil from Canada to the U.S. while effectively greenlighting financing a Russian Nord Stream 2 pipeline to carry natural gas to Germany. Germany was good with that. Russia was good with that. It was good for Germany. It was good for Russia. It's bad for America. These moves made the U.S. and its allies more dependent on their big, their great big enemy, Russia, and Russian oil and natural gas, something Trump warned them about a few years back. Biden now says that his administration will pivot and place sanctions on the Nord Stream 2. First you say you will and then you won't. But what he's not going to do is open up the the, ex, the uh, Keystone Pipeline. He's not going to do that. He refuses. So we will still buy oil from Russia, I guess, and I guess we're going to be sanctioned. <laughs> Yeah, actually, over the weekend, he actually restricted further exploration, exploration and drilling yeah, in, in some yeah, places. In our, like he's 
Where is he living? I mean, he's what? living in the White House and then in his house in Delaware, Rudy. I'm I thought you knew that. Authoritarian COVID mandates. Obviously, he's not going to talk about that. Now, he may say you don't have to wear a mask, you know, because they have a 2022 election coming up. And they're really worried. So am I. I'm really worried that we'll get the Republicans in there and they'll do squat like they've done before. So he might do that. That's been part of his, um, that's been part of his failures. All the mandates. Not just the masks, but the locking down of businesses, destroying young business, small businesses, which are the heartbeat of this country. Destroying small businesses and growing large corporations. Exposing unintentionally what they're doing to your children in school. The crime surge. If he mentions that at all, it's going to be because of COVID. But I, I don't know. I wonder how many times they've rewritten that speech for this tomorrow night, for tonight. American cities have experienced an explosion of violent crimes. Uh, the left media, they refuse to acknowledge it. They're kind of acknowledging it now. But Lemon and, uh, what's his name? I've already lost it. Governor's brother. He, um, they sat there and made fun of it. Oh yeah, I'm so afraid. I'm going to go out to dinner with some of my friends tonight. Yeah, you got bodyguards, jerk. <laughs> so, rising inflation. Up, up, up and away. Well, I guess it doesn't matter how much the items cost if they're not on the shelf. They're not going to be there to buy anyway. Stop and think about that. I haven't had a vacation in years and years and years. <laughs> and I'm going to take one this year. My husband and I, we're going to celebrate our 50th anniversary. We're going to take a vacation. And I'm a little worried now the way I'm going to be able to afford the, the gas to get there. Yeah. Up, up, and away. And he has been blaming the inflation not only on President Trump, but he's been blaming it on COVID. It's all COVID's fault. Well, I guess it kind of is. Because it's the COVID restrictions and lockdowns and the things that the Democrats did. The Republicans weren't hurting too bad. The states, well, they weren't hurting as bad because they didn't do as much. Some of them did too much, and I would say that my governor did more than he should have. They were afraid. They were scared. I had an annual doctor's appointment this week, and and uh, she asked, I said, do you want me to take my mask off? Because they always take your picture. I said, well, you should already have my picture. They just take it once. She goes, well, it's not in the computer. I said, okay. I said, do you want me to take my mask off? She says, that's up to you. I said, well, I'm not afraid of this bug. I already whipped it once, so I took it off. <laughs> and, you know, they're all wearing masks. My husband took a, I, I went and had a, some tests done. It's just routine. Don't get scared, okay? Uh, last week, 
And my husband drove me over there. It was in the nasty, nasty weather, and we had to go to Columbia, which is a 45-minute drive or an hour and a half if you're in the snow and the ice. <laughs> it went that long. We got over there in pretty good time. But he just pulled out a fresh mask out of a box that we carry in in the car because we were heading into the hospital where they do these tests. And... uh they met us there at the door, and they said, you have to wear our mask. Now, that's the first time that's happened. That's something new. They must have bought stock in masks. I said, well, he just pulled this out of a box. It's a brand-new mask. Oh, he can use it later. And I'm thinking, this is so ridiculous. But anyway, we can blame the Democrats on that. And then, of course, there's the war on parents. You know, as many of you listening, I know, homeschool. And you're thinking, you should have homeschooled. None of that would have happened to your kids. But not everybody can. And not everybody should. <laughs> Just to be quite honest. Not everybody has the personality to know how, how to do that. But we should do the very best we can for our children. And we should stay involved. But now, the people... The war on the parents, they are the enemy of the state because they dared to question the school board members on the curriculum they were teaching the children. The children go there to learn how to read and write, how to have, how to have a little know-how in ciphering and history. They're there to learn things. They're not there to be taught how to, they're not there, how do I word this, to be taught how to behave, yet they should be behaving, how to think about, they're not there to be taught how to hate, let me put it that way. They need to know math, they need to know how to read, they need to do, they need to be taught to think for themselves, not Group think. They need to be taught how to think outside the box. How to logic. They need to know history, real history, true history. Even the ugly parts. They don't need to be told what skin color they are and how that privileged their lives or how you will always be. Always be downtrodden because of your skin color. They don't need to know that. They need to know whatever color your skin is. It's the strength you have inside. The faith you have inside. The integrity. They don't teach integrity. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. That is seven. We're going to go then and talk about the difference between Biden and his speech and Donald Trump. And we'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate. The world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. 
from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity, and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply, and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224, that's 888-316-2224. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one get one free my pillow towel set go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code bethann or call at 1-800-978-6168 that's mypillow.com and the promo code is bethann jack grimm 52 of fulton passed away on february 21st a visitation will be held saturday march 5th from 3 to 5 p.m at Moppin funeral home in fulton And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. We're talking about the really big show that's going to be there tonight. This is it. The Night of Nights. Biden's going to finally give a State of the Union address. And you know what? It'll be full of lies and propaganda and rhetoric and political jargon and lies and more lies. 
Oh, they'll have some people there. They were recognized for this or for that. It gets to be quite a show, even with Trump, even with all of them. It's just like, just get up, give a State of the Union address and go home. That's all we want. Not that we don't appreciate the people that are getting awards and need to be noticed, but that's always propaganda. I thought Trump's was probably a little more real than some of them, but that's just my opinion. So all the politicians have an opinion, as well as the talk show hosts. <laughs> so there's five congressmen that expect this is what they expect from the State of the Union address. And I thought, well, this isn't quite true. But it says Andy Biggs thinks Biden will ignore the problem of facing America. I think that is right on. I think he's exactly right. That's what he's going to do. Representative Brian Donalds is expecting more of the same from Joe Biden. And I believe that one is actually true. This one isn't what he expects. This is what he wants. That's why I said the title was not correct. This is Representative Mike Waltz. I hope we get a little bit of intellectual honesty. Now, I had to crack up on that one. When has Biden ever in his political career showed you any kind of an intellectual honesty? He's not an intellectual guy. Even without... His cognitive problems. Number four is Representative Tony Gonzalez. He doesn't say what he's going to do. He says what he needs to do is to stop listening to his left flank and secure southern border. you got to understand, he is a part of this left flank. He was never a moderate. As long as somebody else was leading, Biden was following. Representative Darrell Issa, Mr. President, you need to apologize. If it's one thing you're not going to hear, it's an apology, mostly from any politician. So I mentioned yesterday, if you listen to uh, Trump's speech at CPAC, you heard a lot of positive things of what's going to happen, what he wants to see. It seemed like he was going to run for president. We don't know that for sure or not. And if I was him, I think there's legal reasons he can't mention it. But if I was him, I wouldn't mention it until I wouldn't even run if they don't really take over the House and the Senate in a big way this year in November. If they steal another election, if I say I might hit the road, I'd go somewhere else. How can you help a country that will not help itself? Well, they talked about how he fired up. He would fire all the bureaucrats. That was one thing he said, and I'm thinking, yes. But in his rousing speech before CPAC, President Trump veered into new territory, from his rally stumps, you know, that he goes. And he's outlining his new plan for the nation, which includes fixing a no longer credible election system and bringing to heal a massive unelected federal bureaucracy. You know, I've told you many times that bureaucrats that are making, they're not laws, 
but restrictions and mandates and um, forcing you to have licenses for this and for that. I'm not talking about your car license. I'm talking about other things like BLM, meaning Bureau of Land Management. The FDA is out of control. You can't trust them. The uh, USDA is out of control. We can't trust them. The forest folks are out of control. The environmental folks are out of control. They're all out of control. They are power-hungry, globalists, socialists. They're out of control. And what he said here is the American, the people of America will not surrender our borders. Now, you know, he ran on this in 2016. We've got to stop the massive influx, influx at the borders. The American people will not surrender our borders. We will not surrender our culture. We will not surrender our faith, nor apologize for it. We will not surrender our value. We will not surrender our history. A history is history, folks. We will not surrender our liberty. And above all, we will not surrender our children. In 2022, these are his words. We're taking on this wretched and corrupt political establishment like never before. And we've learned a lot more over the last four years. We've learned how corrupt they really are. We're going to end Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all. And then we are going to kick the Biden crime family out of the White House. I'm going to say it isn't enough to kick them out of the White House. They need to be prosecuted. We need to see judgment, justice for the American people, for this nation, and all these things these people have done. And he was talking about the fearful Supreme Court justices, that they're afraid. They are being bullied. They are being threatened. And so they're afraid. He said, I don't blame them. After what he said, Kevin, I have no idea. But you know what? He's lived through hell. And he's afraid. I believe he's afraid. I believe he's afraid to do the right thing. I really do. He talks about the Supreme Court. The justice have to gain strength. They have to gain new courage. They have to stand up for freedom and stand up for what is right. They need to stand up for the Constitution, my folks. They can no longer be afraid of the radical left or the Supreme Court and our justices in general. I said we need to encourage them to be like truckers. To be like parents in front of a school board. Removing the Biden crime family. We will bring Joe Biden's inflation-causing socialist spending spree to a screeching halt. We will immediately begin a full audit of the $6 trillion of the radical Democrats. The money has been flushed down the drain, and they are trying to get more. They want to get up to the number that nobody can believe, and it looks like people will not allow that to happen because they don't want our country to be destroyed the American people deserve to know where their money goes. And then he talks about the critical race theory. 
and gender ideology and parents' rights. He talks about big tech and the election integrity. They wouldn't even look at the evidence. That is such an injustice to the American people, all the American people, even if you voted for Joe Biden, bless your heart. Justice. You need to know when you go to vote, your vote is what counted. Do you think, do you think there's been no cheating before this one? And do you think the Democrats are the only ones who've cheated? Stop and think about that. Stacey Abrams may not be so wrong about that, even though she's wrong about everything else. They need to, the Republicans get in there and they need to stop talking and they need to start action. He goes, make every executive branch employee fireable. Remove that. And start firing him. And I agree with him 100%. We're running out of time. He says, make China pay for what they've done. We need to bring America home. Home. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe and morally deformed. They will attack you. They will slander you. They will seek to destroy your career and your family. They will seek to destroy everything about you, including your reputation. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. They're criminals. I'm going to open up our libel laws so when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, we can sue them and win lots of money. We're going to open up those libel laws.